This is a news laundry podcast. Welcome to NL Hafta. This Tuesday outside the Press Club of India, journalists from the print, television and even digital world got together not to have a drink like they usually do at the Press Club, although I don't know if anyone still has a drink at the Press Club from television. I know plenty from print too. But uh, they had gone to protest about the attack on Indian journalists. Uh, we'll be discussing that. We'll be discussing the insane ad uh, onslaught. frenzy onslaught <laughs> by the AAP about their achievements. Apparently, in newspapers in Bangalore as well, I've been told. Oh yeah, about really? ten, ten cities: Pune, uh, Bangalore, Varanasi. Then we'll be discussing everywhere. the exemplary behavior of lawyers at Patiala House Court, which leaves us all proud to be Indian. Bharat Maki Jai, uh, the JNU Rao, uh, ABVP. Uh, be, the, Mr. Bassi's conduct and if there's anything else anyone wants to talk about we'll talk about that this is the Hafta welcome to episode 55 I'm Abhinandan Sekri Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna Hafta kabhi maaf nahi karte remember when corporations pay corporations are served when the public pays the public is served support independent media support news laundry go on I pay to keep news free on newslaundry.com click and subscribe that is the only way there can be a media that serves the public because that is their revenue stream. We have Anand here with us. Hi, Anand. Hello. Manisha. Hello. Madhu will be joining us shortly. And uh, this podcast is produced by Karthik Nijhavan. Thank you, Karthik. Uh, so why don't you start, um, Anand? I know that this has been consistently your pet peeve from the days of UPA, then from BJP and now with AAP. You have been consistent on the ruthless criticism, <laughs> deservedly so, of the splurging on advertising. Yeah. What do you think of the latest? <laughs> I mean, you know, as I said, I mean, if we believe in any of these uh, politicians... So this is concerning the, uh, you know, the four-day-long or five-day-long AAP campaign, uh, advertising campaign. Ad-fest. Uh, Ad-fest, as we can call it, <laughs> yeah, Ad-fest. Full-page uh, ads in every newspaper, at least four pages or two pages of full page ads. Uh, and this is a consumer connect initiative. Huh. So it's not, These are not ads, this is the like... This is the new, the Times of India thing huh. that started, you know. Red so, initiative. Yeah, or... it looks like news, the headlines are there, big, small, whatever. AAP calls it consumer connect. No, that no. is a part of the... the, the part, part of that, yeah. So while Indian Express clearly says that they should be, they may be... They may be taken as advertisements. Hmm. Times of India has no such uh, small print or something. Yeah. So they look like news. And for the last four days, I mean, thankfully today there was no ad. Hmm. Today the newspaper was full of uh, Madhya Pradesh, um, yeah. Chauhan's ad of uh, Modi's farmer or whatever. Correct. But uh, I mean, the point is, how can one trust any of these politicians? And I mean, if he thought Arvind Kejriwal was a bit different, uh, uh, you know, then obviously uh, there's something wrong with us to have thought so because this is utter and complete wastage and this is unacceptable. And I've been, God knows, saying this since UPA. You know, I wrote a piece on that. I one remember. of my first pieces, journalism, chicken. Then we did one data one also that we counted how many. Yes, English. how many ads in this. Did but you? This sorry. Is, it just falls on deaf ears. I mean, Modi continues with this, BJP continues and now AAP has joined in for the last, ever since they, you know, allocated 530 crores for... Mm. 
uh, you know, the ad budget. I actually have a formula worked out. I have a very good solution to this problem, but I'll just share that with you. Manisha, did you read the ads between the news no, or the news see. between I the ads? I saw a couple of ads on the TV where Arun Kijriwal was on the phone. Oh, you've been on leave. And, yeah. Sorry. But, so I've, but no matter what they do, they're not going to win it because you need TV channels on your side, I think. Because no, but they, when I was in Dehradun, yeah. all people asked me, like, Delhi mein toh gandagi hai. Yes, kya, ka kya ho hai? Because that's what all the channels are showing all the time. Delhi ka MCD problem. Hmm. So, I mean, you can do whatever it is, you can't win the... I, you know, <clears throat> I think, um, although I, I do think the TV news, we kind of overstate it. There's, people like us watch a lot of news, but I don't think everybody does. I think print still has a huge impact in terms of volume and this the spread. Madhu's joined us. Hi, Madhu. Hi. Okay, Madhu, welcome. We are discussing the ads of up that have bombarded us over the last four or five days, over the one year on Valentine's Day of Valentine's Day, depending on how you do your V's and worse, uh, they uh, have, you know, bombarded us with how much they have done for Delhi. Yeah, right. Where are the 500 schools? <coughs> well, I don't know the 500 schools, but I can tell you where the 500 crores are. <laughs> In the paper, baby. <laughs> no, but, you know, this is a I mean, problem. this is ridiculous that he promised all these things and he started building five schools. Great. 25. Under construction. 25 under construction. But you know, uh, the problem, there's a problem. And I, uh, I, you but know, Niku, I, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. You know, the biggest thing is that newspapers will never criticize this, you see. Yeah. Because they're being bribed. This exactly. five, this 200, 300 crores out of this 500. So why would Times of India, and in fact, I've had this thing with Vinit Jain, he says, I'm proud of it. Because so, when the, when the <laughs> public pays, the public is served. And when Sarkar pays, yes. Sarkar is served. But many times when the public pays, i.e. you know, uh, selects a, a neta, a government, public is not served. Yes. So that is what we But that's only it. netas, not with yes. So, no, but the problem so is... So actually the man is full of contradictions. You know, he is... Uh, he a bundle comes, of contradictions. A bundle of contradictions that he wants... He gives this impression that he's for the people, wants to do things for the people. And I think in some things he has been successful in terms of Bijli and Pani and all that. There has been a change in Delhi. Also, he's shown profit that the government, mm. Delhi government has made profit despite the freebies. Mm. So in that area, he's been good. Mm. But uh, this, uh, he <clears throat> is pretty self-serving when it comes to a lot of issues where suddenly he's hugging Lalu Prasad Yadav after talking about corruption. So the fodder scam and all the other corruption goes out of the window. So I, I see him as a man who is a bit like, uh, not in every quality, but a bit like Gandhi. But Gandhi was always changing his mind. Hmm. He was always adjusting to new realities. And sometimes they were completely self-serving and sometimes they were completely self-serving for the cause. Rather he'll take this as a huge compliment. Just, no, I, don't I don't mean, mean it, it as, as a compliment. But <laughs> I mean it as fickle and unpredictable. Because in a leader, we look at somebody who's consistent. But, but Madhu, if I'll I just add hmm. to the Bijli Pani thing that you said, uh, you know, these are policy decisions. So they're very easy to make in a day. Like you say, okay, Bijli, Kaitna, subsidy. So he decides on his whim or whatever the thing may be. And the policy is uh, institutionalized. You know, like for example, you say, Pani itna free hoga itna. When, whenever you need construction, wherever you need a policy to make, to construct 500 schools or to construct 500 clinics, you know, libraries and God knows how many things, flyovers, roads or whatever, there this government has been found wanting. It's not just, let me give you an example of BJP. So for example, and you know what I mean by the policy thing, like electricity. So Jaitley is, you know, everyone is crying, we haven't done any disinvestment, disinvestment. So Jaitley ji says, okay, coal India ka, we will buy, we will sell off 10% stake. That's a policy decision. So we made 2,000 crores. 
but you see the fine print is that they have bought the they have sold the shares sure. and who has bought it LIC which is a government so, so, so basically it's yahan se paisa nikala hai anyway the two things that i want to say one was i do think that the uh, pani wala a lot of people have been proved wrong that it won't work it will be a loss making and these things were calculated and on that i think he's got everybody now you know the problem that i was saying that we a solution to is that whole thing that how do you tell your electorate that this is what's happened because otherwise you're completely at the mercy of television channels who you have to pander to because they can play anything up or play anything down so because we used to i remember when i was an rti activist we used to be very critical of government that they didn't spend any money in telling the aam janta what the rti can do how to file rtis because you know ngos used to run all these uh, little kya kehte hain workshops ki this how you file an rti and they used to have funds to put that out there but they didn't use that i think there should be a percentage usage of every state's budget and even the center's budget and to inform the janta that this is what has happened and this is how it benefits you and anything that you want to spend above that the party should pay not the government but that's what the supreme court judgment also says that you can it's very important for you to inform people about your policy or whatever Absolutely. you're doing but don't do it to just talk about how great you are no the thing is that no self promotion yeah, if someone misuses the bjp does no, this all the time no, if someone misuses it it's there bad like for example if someone takes out these full page ads that this is we've launched the rti this is what you can do mohalla clinics this is what you can do then the janta will actually if you just have a mug shot the janta will reject it because you only have that much money but if it is up to the government to spend as much money as you want then they'll have 10 ads informing and 10 ads with mug shots so i think they should say itna hi aap kharch sakte hai percentage of your total revenue to inform isse zyada kharchna hai to party paisa de i think that will sort everybody out what do you think of that formula anand uh i haven't thought much about it but i i'm actually against it because more often than not people always find a loophole to exploit it but hamara paisa thoda na hoga nahi in the sense even hamara hi paisa hai in the even end even that percentage that you're saying hmm. even that people and you know this is like so what is how are we to say you know they would leave it uh, you know for example supreme court said that yes you must not glorify yourself or whatever hmm. now it is well within uh, uh, you know bjp or aap will say that look this ad is not glorifying we are saying this let us say this no so let them glorify but as long as they only have that much money it's up to them whether they want to use it for glorification no, or whether so they want to use it for what you want to say is that there should be a fixed budget correct fixed budget for the thing for that then my fear on. is that with that fixed budget they'll only use it to yeah. do the kind of self promotion that right. they want so to. then that is their bad na cuz someone who uses it to tell that this is what we have actually done whether it's rti whether it's mohalla clinics that person will benefit so for example whenever i have trashed bjp and modi on these ads and i have people always come back to me saying the same thing how would the public know how? so i gave examples of ads hmm. where they talk of h1n1 Absolutely. or dengue even the polio I was said, a very effective polio. campaign i said look i have nothing wrong in this ad i mean i have nothing wrong uh, uh, you know per se in this but uh, you know that's probably 1% and 99% are these self gratifying glorifying ads what can one do in fact one of our best spoofs was done on uh, the upa ad remember yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> and you know that for is, example you should put a link to it at the bottom of this and in in the tv ads when now supreme court has said the only the prime minister can appear so arvind kejriwal the back appears with this muffler so i think the supreme court judgment is excellent though you should read it and we've done a story on it and We're it leaves no country. scope for misuse always find a loophole but people are still misusing it so i'm should guessing there's no way around hmm so uh, now we want to bigger and better things like jnu jnu <laughs> let's go you're a professor at jnu Associate professor. You're an associate professor. Tell us what is the current mahal in JNU? 
it's actually quite sad i'll tell you because uh, i mean the students come and say ki sir aaj aaj class le rahe hain aap mac of course hmm. this is a strike chal rahi hai bahar mat lijiye that kuch nahi chup chap aake padho you know <laughs> and then a uh, couple of days ago there was a, a clutch of i was telling manisha this you know uh, teachers and students who were going from one department to the other to the lobby you know narebazi karke dhol and they had a duffly with a logo of jnu on it on the duffly what was their slogan ya halla bol halla bol and you know nahi chalegi nahi chalegi all that uh, hmm. you know so i remember that scene from bunty and bubbly maybe we can put that thing ki bhai kyun chilla rahe ho simon go back simon to chala gaya simon go ab kiske liye aap but let me just say that no, you know what was the issue for the, this group they just want to strike they, just, they want again, to strike yeah, the lockdown and protest yeah. lockdown strike you know and uh, let me the just say this against his arrest kanaiya's arrest yes yeah Now you see the four or five points. I'll come to that later after you know each one of you had their say. But let me just say this: I've heard these slogans, Azadi slogans, so much in the past one week that I'm in the shower. I'm singing this. Leke rehenge Azadi. So are they still shouting Leke rehenge Azadi? No, that nobody is shouting. No, nobody. Actually, but I just want to hmm. yeah bring up talk about this Azadi bit. This slogan everyone is using is not just in context to Kashmir. Yes. Even December 16th, when women were protesting against yes. uh, the rape and whatever happened in police inaction, all women were saying, "Leke rehenge azadi, hum kya chahiye azadi." This is their chorus, actually. Uh, I think Vasu did an interesting piece on the slogans, and he showed many slogans. So they have the slogan, "Azadi, yeah. azadi." That's the chorus for everything. But let me just say, because the you know it originated with this Kashmir movement, I think it's a bit strange to appropriate it for. I'm well not meaning, sure. Yeah, it's I like you know you're appropriating a Nazi slogan. The communists are appropriating Nazi slogan. But I'm not sure Kashmir is where it comes from because long time ago, even left that? movements have been using the slogan progressive. Can I have a couple of questions on this. One is: Is the uh, the mahal in a country is created by the leaders, right? Now Gandhi ji, he was able to uh, carry out his freedom struggle. only because he had united the nation behind him and they were there for him to carry out whatever satyagraha or sit you know whatever he asked them to do he would do and it was a united nation i would really like to know whether the divisions that have taken place in the last 6 months whether it's the intolerance versus tolerance debate and now this one anti national sort of pitched against nationalists uh so called nationalists um is this coming from a plan that the modi government has that this works for the country if we keep them on the brink of uh, always uh, give it works for the party does, does it for the country no but it, it, for when he's in power at this point whatever the party does the party also has to think about whether it will help their policies so a a, a country that is at loggerheads with each other for the last 9 months mm. um does it does this benefit their policies have they planned this out have they th- considered that this will be a good thing for the country because i remember one interview that we did of chotala when he first came to power 20 years ago and he said that and i was shocked when i heard it uh, coming from a different sensibility than he is from uh, he said ke मेरा मकसद ये है कि जब हरियाणा में माँ बच्चे को सुलाए तो वो बोले सो जाओ नहीं तो चौताला आएगा फियर वॉज हिज ही वॉन्टेड 
people to be I afraid of him. I don't believe fear is Amit Shah and Modi's currency. This, I don't have a doubt about is it. This what, is this what the plan is? Is it coming from that sensibility that a certain section of people should be taught that I, I, I'm, keep quiet or you and live in fear? There was one startling uh, similarity that I saw um, and friends of mine who were there when this whole, they, when they were bashed up you know, by these goons, that the cops stood there and when he asked for help, he just looked and smiled. He didn't pretend that he didn't see. You know, one is that you pretend that the, you didn't see. One is that you make sure that you show the person that I've seen, but I will not do anything. But talk and about that the journalism is, that is, that is so, being practiced, so, so, that if you saw all the channels, hmm. every single channel was so showing the same footage hmm. of the guy being beaten up. Not one cameraman had the Presence brains of to move to the police and show, show that the were police doing. were not doing any. The footage should so have not been to come of back the police. First question, I think that there is no reason that the police force will do this unless they have tactic approval of the people they report to. That show them that you have seen it because what this shows is that if you don't to our line, you'll be bashed up, we won't touch you. But dude, you will not be protected. And this did happen in Gujarat with the cops when they stand by and watched. It has been reported ad nauseum. And I have no doubt that mindset is, there is an attempt to have that because there is no reason a cop should watch, make sure he lets you know that I've seen what happened, but I will not do anything. But how does it help the country? Uh, explain it to me, Anand. Haven't you seen the polarization, mother? That's the, what I'm saying. I've never does seen this polarization pol like this. So does this polarization, it, is it so unplanned that they don't know what they're doing or it's planned and that's what they want? Is this polarization in their eyes beneficial? I, I think, Madhu, it's very interesting. Actually, you probably uh, turned the whole thing around. So I hadn't thought it like that. I mean, according to me, it was that Modi government was at, you know, the blundering, blumbering Modi government was at the receiving end of, you know, all this starting from the Christian church attacks, then to the award, uh, award wapsi, and, uh, you know, to the uh, growing intolerance, and now, now to this. So, I'm not very sure if Modi government has orchestrated it. They've obviously been hopelessly inept at dealing with it, hopelessly. But... Um, uh, I mean, I, I'm not very sure that, uh, you know, they've, uh, whether they've gained anything from it, even that I'm not very sure. No, I'm but asking, they certainly like haven't My first question this. would be to the Home Minister, and he should have had a press conference after this, which is that if there are these anti-national elements in any part of the country, how come Intel doesn't know about it? Yeah. How come that all this is happening, they're shouting Pakistan, Zindabad, Hind India, Murdabad, whatever it is, that why does he wake up? How come Intel doesn't know it's happening? Why didn't they nip it in the bud? If there are cells over here who are in contact with ISI or ISIS and they're planning things in India, why does, in, why does the Home Ministry not know? And why did they wake up when some bunch of people are shouting Naras as if a country like India can be damaged? Are we so fragile that we can be damaged by a few slogans? No, we won't be damaged. By, but if there is a real danger, how come the Home Ministry did not take action against these people? Until the slogans happen. What is your view, Manisha? You've hardly spoken. Answers Madhu's question, I think it definitely works in their favor because it takes our mind off important issues. I think the Hyderabad University, what was happening there was far more important and it seriously put the government in the back foot because we had proof from the MHRD, letters going from MHRD to the Hyderabad University. None of us are talking about it anymore. JNU's sort of eclipsed everything. A seemingly very small controversy over two student groups fighting <coughs> has just taken over and it works for them. 
but i think it worked up till the point uh, the goons attacked uh, journalists in the patiala house court i don't think they planned that i don't th- i think they're a little no, but after uh, that you saw them being Manisha, a little look, here's this so called lawyer who's giving interviews left right and center and he's not arrested and admitted that yes i beat them up and i'll beat them up again he's not arrested op sharma who had this hill absolutely gem of an interview with rahul kanwar i've never seen a funnier interview in my life um he's no actions been taken no but you see not just BJ, that BJP sorry if i may just come in the bjp the thing is that you know when you say it's mishandling i don't think it's mishandling because when you know uh, buffoons like patra and nupur sharma and all the kind of stuff that they say on on uh, television and especially you know i've seen on twitter she says oh so if we are the mob then and even chanting antinia slogan i innocent papus you know it's not either this or that mm-hmm. the level of complexity that these people understand is shockingly poor and they are the leaders of tomorrow i'm amazed at what and the bjp does but she's horrendous She's I've been watching her on prime time and I want to cry like she's not even saying she's she's borderline insane no, you mad. hit upon she's a mad. point which which is one thing which I cannot fathom and I want to ask this that if I am for freedom of exp- in the intolerance tolerance debate if I am for freedom of expression why is it presumed and I'm put in the box that I'm anti modi yeah there is no connection I can be for freedom of expression and still be pro modi but that uh, is okay I'm not a political person I'm not saying I am against or for but i'm saying that why am i put in if i say i believe in freedom of expression immediately you're anti modi no. but i'm not no, then you're and saying, subsequently this also no, then you're they'll be put that you and see i'm not saying trolls do this trolls do this all the time what i mean is when responsible journalists not responsible but irresponsible anchors <laughs> like arnab and rahul shivshankar that means you support what the guy is saying they don't understand the basic difference in supporting his right to say what he's saying and supporting what he's saying and i'm amazed but you know coming to anand what you're saying when the bjp chief says jo anti national jo bharat mata ki izzat nahi karenge unko hum sabak sikhayenge and the hrd minister says that then it is not mishandling they are sending out a message that is how messages are sent out jab ek bada ped girta hai to dharti hilti hai no but ye sabak kya sikhaya this is when the when amit shah says that it sends out a message it was sabak kya sikhaya so i have I, no doubt sabak to sikhaya hi nahi is what they want but how is he total less if he really if ye kaam hoshiyari se nahi hua this is my feeling if they really wanted to handle anti indian elements there are many clever ways of doing it this is not a clever way of arresting the... them and making them a, when he comes out he comes out as a leftist leader and a hero bana ke aa gaya this is not smart it's not good strategy anyway so coming from this anti indian elements must be dealt with harshly severely but cleverly but not everybody is anti indian of, of course not it's, it's, everybody is anti indian who doesn't agree with what they are saying but coming to <clears throat> i've written a piece on this i read a lot about how propaganda is used to make this outside of the indian when it was done in rwanda and it is shocking the similarities i would recommend the links are there in my article for people to read that entire paper on how they used this outsider versus us if you don't like us pakistan jao exactly the same grammar exactly the well, same well they used it in the vietnam war they used it bush used it during the uh, 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 gulf oh, yes, war yes there's a fantastic podcast on that Ex- exactly this Anyone example in we put a link to that also to the war, the, the they said you're anti american the uh, uh, podcast is called uh, you think you're smart the link to that is also available fantastic podcast on exactly this came out this week only yeah that they say that if you are against a government policy especially during the vietnam war where young men were drafted and being sent to a country which they 
to fight a war they didn't believe in and couldn't understand why they were there. And that was the first time that people saw live television, their young men being killed and, and, and dying for a cause which nobody knew what the cause was. And, and they were called anti-American if they objected to the war. And the same, so I don't, I don't correlate with this in the same thing that I am hugely jingoistically patriotic. But it doesn't mean that if I say that these uh, lawyers or these goons dressed as lawyers, uh, I'm against them beating up anybody they like, whether it's journalists or any person who's come for justice to the Supreme Court, they beat up anyone they like. That doesn't mean I'm anti-national or, or, or anti-Indian. Sure. The, the presumption that you have gone to the other camp. What is this camp? Mm. I refuse to be in any camp. But that is the model that has, you know... But why are people... Are we so brainwashed that we can't understand? Anand, tell me. You are being pushed into a, into a camp? Why are you accepting these paradigms? You know, Madhu, talking of lawyers, uh, Dhanya uh, tweeted a series of tweets yesterday. They were very revealing. Uh, Dhanya yeah, Rajendran, from, you know, from News Minute, and you know, she she had uh, she tweeted personal experiences and things of that sort. So lawyers in our country, I mean, if Abhinandan has uh, you know a bone to pick with the police, hmm. uh, and you have had you know yeah. for a long time, uh, I would say lawyers are not very far behind, you know, in terms of their thuggish behavior, all across the country. Hmm. And what happened, uh, in, uh, you know, yesterday, day before yesterday is just 1% of probably what is happening all around India, what lawyers are doing in high court, for example, in, in Madras, in all, in all areas, you know, they just impunity. Yeah, because so they, they just feel they can get away with it. And the whole point is officers of the court, officers of the court <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the justices of the peace don't take any action uh, at all. Uh, there's a Manisha just a of Kapil Sibyl and all walking yeah, with and protection. Be, yeah. Manisha, just give your view. After this, I have a very interesting aspect to this entire debate, which uh, I will discuss. Manisha, your view. Then I'll so come to I that. keep saying that I never watch TV, but last week I did watch a lot of TV because I was in Dehradun, and it reminded me of the time that uh, I was reporting on the Wendy Doniger protests at the India Book Fair in Delhi, and you know all the uncle and aunties would gather there. You talk to them, what is the problem? Why are you upset? What are you protesting against? Everything collapsed into one another, you know, to have. So they had problems like Kashmir mein dekho kya ho raha hai, dekho Siachan mein log mar rahe hai, ye Hindu ke baare mein aise kya se bol sakti hai, Brahmin thodna bure hote hai, Daliti sarev achchate hai. So their world view was just like everything into one and this big evil that we have to fight. News anchors sounded exactly like this last week. There was the Headley confession, there was a JNU row and the Siachan death of Hanuman Thapa and the seven other soldiers. Every discussion was, you are pro-Ishrat Jahan, you are raising Azadi slogans, or you are not upset about the Siachan soldiers dying, these are three completely different issues and poor students who were there were just not allowed to speak or put their point of view together. There was no nuance in anything. Kashmir, Ishrat Jahan, nationalism, Siachin, all of it got together in the worst possible manner. And I can expect this to happen in a drawing room or regular people talk like that or protesters talk like that, but not journalists. You would yeah. expect some nuance from them. And I mean, where's the journalism? You sit behind a desk, put on a jacket and they exhort people. What a fantastic interview with Ravish, by the way, Madhu. Thank awesome. You. No yeah, one he is, was terrific. you know, he's just so classy and eloquent. Uh, I'll just quickly tell our viewers what else happened this week because they may not know. The union cabinet uh, is uh, seeks to lift the central lunar Arunachal Pradesh. You may not know that because well, we've had a GNU. Uh, there's a new Delhi police chief, Alok Verma, who will be taking over from Bassi. Let's hope he's better. Now, Bassi uh, is reciting poetry. B BJP, uh, <laughs> to lift, BJP to lift AFSPA to end the JNK stalemate. That's a question mark. 
Apparently that may happen because that's the GDP that's big, but of course you don't much know that, and the budget is going to come up uh, soon. Uh, now the one issue that I wanted to talk about was this uh, Arnab, uh, you know, just the way he's gone off. I think he's completely fallen off the cliff. I said this two weeks ago. <laughs> now, Every week. Yeah. Every week. No, but he really outdoes himself. In fact, I was I wrote a piece on it this time, uh, but. The whole call to boycott him. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting one because I, who's I know who's called to boycott. I think uh, a gentle so a lady, a lady in the road in the scroll. Kavita, that if you care about freedom of speech, it's time yeah. to boycott Arnapurswa. So I didn't read it; it was too long and boring. But it was yeah. no, there was one in Kafla, there was one in scroll. There was there. Now the thing is that this entire boycott, and I know, uh, let Anand start on that. You say that this boycott, this thing is just, it's, is. I was wondering. You're saying it's inconsistent because people who criticize people for boycotting Amir yes. are supporting this boycott. Yes. So are you against general boycott calls, or are you saying that in some cases it's okay, in some cases it's not? No, it's uh, according to me, mm. it is a moral, moral issue because obviously it is. And Vinay Arvind also did mention that you know there should be nothing wrong with uh, boycott because it's a non-violent means of protest. Mm. But this is this is a little bit different hmm. from this thing because this is you are actually exhorting people to boycott hmm. and actually hitting them with the financial repercussions hmm. on uh, just on the basis of uh, you know you don't like what they're saying so there is a moral angle to it not uh, you know not any so other thing. So you think it's wrong to call are, for a boycott? If so it's not obviously it's not unlawful. They're not doing no, anything sure, illegal. That is you know, but I think it is morally very wrong and it is doubly hypocritical if you. Were against uh, people boycotting Amir Khan's movies or Shah Rukh Khan's movies or Snapdeal, and you know, saying now that we should boycott Arnab. Okay. So these two things just don't match. Madhu, what is your view on someone's public utterances? Should I'm okay. I think that um, if you want to boycott somebody, I think if people decide that we won't buy this newspaper because it's full of paid news, they should boycott it. Let them hurt in their pocket. It must hurt their income so that they get the message that you be honest, do write good journalism. And the same with Arnab, that do journalism, we'll watch you. But if you're going to do just propaganda and shout at people and not any, let anyone speak and never investigate a single story, he's, it's not that he's not capable of it. Look at his interviews on Frankly Speaking. There's the best journalism ever. He does his homework, he asks great questions, he's relentless, he's really good. But somehow he's fallen into this trap of created by himself, which is selling, which obviously the owners of Times are uh, encouraging him because he's look at the kind of uh, in endorsements he's getting from. Yeah. I think it's ironical that all the JNU uh, coverage is being sponsored by Proteinex and, and Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. Yeah. Patreon's everywhere, or even five or six and, and cement. So uh, look at the look at that kind of. So I'm saying that if that is our vote, it's a democratic vote. When you when you refuse to to watch or you refuse to buy. That is your vote. You're make you're voting that I will not do this. I don't want this. Manisha, I think it's fine to call for a boycott, not mm. a ban. A boycott is fine. Not a ban. But were you critical of boy, uh, snap deal, snapping ties with Amir for his view, and uh, are you okay with this boycott? I mean, what no. is the difference if you have to snap explain? Snap deal, snapping ties. I thought that's a bit spineless to just that's giving different. to mm. public pressure because you're a corporation and you can think more than mm. what the crowd does. But I think it was okay for people calling for a 
boycott Amit Khan. There's a big difference. But I'll, I'll tell you the People other thing. People can call for it. I think. I'll tell you the other thing. You see, there is a difference between you buy a product, hmm. you don't like it, you are disgusted by the service, and you say, right, that's it. I'm going to boycott it. That's it. The other thing is, a person writes a piece or says intolerance is growing. Just his opinion, one sentence. You don't like that, and you're going to say, I'm not going to watch your movie. Hmm. So I mean, you know, it's I, I not a, it's not a very so nuanced look at. It's definitely silly, but I'm okay with people saying they want to boycott. And you see, the other thing is, is this is this, I mean, all of us know, this is how Arnab is. He ha he is a hysterical, a mad hatter for the last God knows how many years. I don't think he is like but that the in, point in, is, in real is, life. This is I think this is the only occasion where on. you know his views are, you know, on one side. And all the rest of the media, barring the little Arnavs like Shiv Shankar and all that, are on the other side. So there is a direct clash. All the, all the, for the first channels are on the first. Uh, on the, but yeah, so the, it's polarized right now. Before it's completely I, polarized no, for the you know. I don't. But the, the thing is, he is as nationalistic as the BJP government, right? Exactly. Now one major. It's difference, not that he's towing their line or anything. No, one major difference so. is. I think, yeah. I think he's towing their line. He used to be hysterically trashing the government earlier. It's the first time that I see consistently. He's trashing the opposition, towing no, no. the government that's, line, that's and, not right. and, and uh, that's how I see it. And one distinction that I want to make now, for example, Manny Pacquiao, you know, the boxer, the mm -hmm. Philippine boxer. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. In that interview recently, he said homosexuals are worse than animals. Nike has withdrawn their sponsorship. And I think it's great Nike has withdrawn their sponsorship. Also, I really liked him as a boxer. I love uh, watching the sport of boxing. Same thing happened with, I forget uh, the American uh, football player's name, he made some racist comment. And the sponsors withdrew. I support that. Yet, I oppose snap deal snapping ties with um, Amir Khan for saying what he did. And I don't think that's hypocritical. Because if someone says all these faggots are bloody animals, I think it is incumbent upon us as a society to teach that person a lesson because in my view, there, that's black and white. There is no grey in saying something like that. It is reprehensible, it is morally wrong. It's done all over and the world like John now, Galliano. But someone saying, I think there's intolerance. Yeah, it's not the same as saying I think this guy's fine. And I think what Arnab did was the equivalent of the offense that Manny Pacquiao caused by calling anyone who he didn't agree with, you're anti-national. He said you're supporting terrorists. I saw the way he conducted himself with Shailesh Gandhi, who's such an amazing guy, an activist, and he was taking a nuanced position. So for me, what Arnab is doing is equivalent to what Pacquiao did or to what that American player did of I, you know, th these uh, This designer niggers. John Galliano, so, he he, uh, so there is a difference in one, Jews, one uh, and it was uh, and his uh, he lost his uh, his design house at yeah. Mel Brooks. He hasn't had a job since. What did he say? He went berserk abusing Jews and blacks oh, and yes, everybody else. This. Mel Mel Brooks, his name is no yeah, that yeah. actor. The actor, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 He hasn't had a job since. Yeah. So and Mel Gibson said something. I'm sorry, not Mel Brooks. Mel, Mel Gibson. Gibson. I'm talking about Mel Gibson. Uh, he went yeah. on his anti-Semitic rant. Yeah. He hasn't got it. So I think there are certain times you all boycotts aren't the same. Uh, you know, this I think is a is a, like when you are saying that I won't buy this newspaper or I won't watch this channel. To me, that is a vote more than anything else. You're voting against it. Hmm. Um, okay, we'll just move on to um, anything else that anyone wants to discuss. Because yeah. So just a couple of things which I thought were probably left out of the JNU thing. One is the sedition law. Okay, and the other is, you know, many people are saying that you can shout an anti-national, I mean, you're shouting an anti-national show, you can't do that in a university. So I have a couple of, uh, you know, points to make on that. One is that police had no business to enter the university to arrest uh, Kanhaiya. 
A, I believe in, I'm a free, free speech absolutist, so it is absolutely fine to raise any slogan you want, provided one, there is no imminent linkage of it to a threat to the country, okay? And second, the university allows it. University is like a school. They have their rules. Correct. Right? Or a call and to violence. Or, yeah, whatever. So if the if university says it's fine, then the, uh, nobody has any business to say. But look at the sedition law. It was drafted in 1870. And the shocking thing is that it is your speech can be considered seditious if it is not against India, if it is against the government. Mm. Nothing to do with the nation. Disaffection you know? is the word used. Yes, and they have three or four uh, clauses, like get out clauses. But, you know, it's again, it is based on the interpretation of the judge. So if the judge feels that, yes, you know, this, whatever he was saying, was saying against the government, but according to me, it doesn't fall into this clause, arrest this guy. Mm. I really so, admire this vice chancellor. Sorry, the vice chancellor of Jabalpur. Mm -hmm. um, he gave this interview and he was amazing. He said, I don't like them shouting these slogans. They are shouting these slogans, but I'm not going to stop them. Uh, they're free to do that. There was another uh, jalous taken out by the students that countered the uh, so-called anti, well, they are anti-Indian slogans, if India slogans, if they're saying India Murdabad. Um, so there were two, um, two factions fighting with each other. And he said, I will maintain peace on campus. I will not allow the p police to come in unless the state government orders it. I will not ask for them and I will not uh, take any action unless the state government asks me to as per law. Mm. As far as I'm concerned, they can do their shouting, they can do whatever as long as they don't get physical. And that's how he maintained it. A very sensible guy. And the thing is diffused. Yeah. If only it could have happened. And like also that. the other point, sorry, I wanted to make very briefly was that you know so many people, especially journal, journals, journalists are uh, you know freely interchanging or confusing between uh, patriotism and nationalism. Now they are not the same thing. Mm. You see, uh, 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 patriotism is a much gentler, kinder version of something that you know. Uh, it's I have I have no issues with being. I mean, let me give you an example. So a patriot would be would say that I love my son, but he's not the best son in the world. Okay, I'll be loyal to him. A nationalist will say, I love my son, but he, he is imbibed the best culture in the world. He's the best son in the world. He, you know, very nice. This to is the thing. Actually, Rabindranath Tagore so had a very good, good. I'm all right. It's good to be a patriot, but it is not good to be a nationalist. Hmm. You know, and this this definition has to be because. Uh, so many people are confusing, you know, they just allegedly... It also kills the questioning attitude, it kills irreverence, which is what democracy is about. If you're not questioning and if you're not irreverent all the time, why do we have to revere anybody? Yes. We must question everyone, including our parents, Yes. including anyone. So, I mean, all of us, we love India, we're loyal to India, but, uh, you know, we, we would be nationalists if we think that Indian culture is the, the most superior culture of the world, and our languages, and this is what is happening, you see. Yeah. So most of the BJP, I fear, they are nationalists. They're not patriots mm. in that sense. So this definition yeah. has to be drilled in that there is a difference between what is a patriot and who is a nationalist. I think the number of lawmakers, whether it is that MLA from, I think, Rajasthan who wants Rahul shot dead because he's not patriotic enough or nationalistic enough, O.P. Sharma who went around being... The number of uh, Smriti Rani who said Bharat Mata ki jo karega hum usko ye the number of people in that position who say these kind of things uh, scares me honestly. Uh, you have something to say before we Madhu moves on to something unrelated that she was talking about? Uh, 
Yeah. Huh, Madhu, what do you want to discuss? Uh, you know, an interesting thing that has come up in America, which, which uh, uh, is a lot of people are writing about and speaking about on television, is that um, uh, Apple has been asked to... Um, uh, to yes. Yeah, the Very FBI. interesting point. Yes. Apple has Apple another FBI because yes. an iPhone was found. I'll just tell the viewer. You must and then you can that. It's, uh, yeah. Apple, the company. This is the guy who uh, who murdered people in San Bernardino. Yes. Right. And uh, they found this phone. iPhone. Yes. And they're not able to uh, break through the password. Yeah. And they've asked Apple to... Uh, un the data. Un no, to break the encryption. Right. Now... Uh, uh, this no, guy, the slight difference. The, mm. the guy. So there's a slight technical difference. Just one. I mean, you're absolutely right. The thing is, all these iPhones, they have this. You can do maximum of ten attempts. Mm. And after so ten, all it just the FBI saying is, please remove that thing mm. because we will have get our cra you know code cracking, but we need millions of attempts. But to the, get thing thing. That, the thing is that the thing is that if he, if if the same engineers who built that password lock that after ten attempts it yes. will fail, uh, the same engineers then have to re reprogram it to not take that, which means that tomorrow, what Apple's position is, Timothy Cook, he's saying that if tomorrow China asks us to do this, then what happens? So it has worldwide repercussions, so they've taken a stand that we will not do it. Wow. And they're going against the government on that. And government and FBI. FBI, because they want... They are not... Patriotic. They don't love no, because they killed 14 Tim, people. Tim Cook hates no, America. Minanda, He's on know, Osama bin Laden's side. <laughs> I thought about this, you know. Huh. So this fellow Saeed Rizwan Farooq, he, he and his wife killed 14 people. And there is great anger, as much anger as, as there is in this country today, against this guy. For, you know, obviously... That but in one case it's for a slogan, one case it's for killing 14. Yeah. Hmm. And, uh, Speaks volumes. <laughs> so, but the thing is that... Uh, the the nation uh, America is divided in opinion in this yes. that there are people who say that uh, Apple has to be patriotic or nationalistic whatever you want to call it and and break the code and give it but then they Americans are also extremely paranoid about their own privacy because once that is given that means every phone is Game. open for yeah, yeah. but Mother, I'd like to come in here I don't think it's a question of being patriotic or being nationalistic I'll give you you know a logical thing, which is what the FBI are saying is that the phone that they retrieve could have vital information of future imminent terrorist attacks. Yeah. Now, for example, if they're not able to get that information from that phone, would you be the person, you know, to take that call? Mm. So this, this is a dilemma. And, you know, I'm not very uh, confident about what my, whether I should say yes or no. Yeah. My instinct is to say no, because, you know, this is a privacy thing and no, infringement. No, my instinct is to say yes. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Huh? Yeah. Connection so, will be with ISIS, ke why not? So that is the thing, you see. So I'm not, not so And your, your initial thing is to say no. My your first thing, thing was to say, to yes. say no, Apple is right. Mm. But now I'm kind of, because you know, when they, they came up with this thing that, uh, who knows, I mean, an imminent terrorist attack, mm. if, they have, if the phone has that, you know, number or information or whatever, I personally, I would think the times we live in, it is, uh, it's, it's a, a tough very call. tough call so and I would side on the ordered, government actually. The court has ordered Apple to release it, yeah. alright, to do it. But they've appealed. And yes. They've, they've appealed on that, yeah. they're not following. But I, yeah, exactly. I think, you know what Madhu said that it has worldwide repercussions. One has to see what this will do way into the future. For example, this whole thing, the, the, um, and I'm not saying it's the same thing, but the dilemma is similar of 
can you torture a man when you know he has information of an imminent threat? Yeah. And you can defuse a bomb by torturing mm. him. But if you do that once, then that is law, that is policy. Then you can torture anyone. So it's always a it's a it's a, a more pertinent problem. example is you know during IC eight one four hijack mm. okay so you had two hundred and fifty odd people mm. and the terrorist said if you don't release two or three people we're going to kill these two hundred and fifty people mm. so I personally I, I was for release mm. because you know a okay absolutely true they, under no circumstances should the plane have left India you made a blunder but once it's gone those 250 people their lives i mean that that is a tough call and i would have said release release those uh, the terrorists to get those two so it's like that you know yeah uh, but I'm the point is once you release then the terrorists know that every time you story. Would do it so a happy story for a change mm, please i was on You're a craving flight. for it <laughs> india today is ending their bulletins with one happy story every night um, i was on a flight and the stewardess is announced with such passion and joy that please go watch this movie Nirja mm. because and she gave a lovely little speech very impromptu uh, because you know she was stumbling and looking for words and everything but she said a lovely thing she says if you see that film you'll realize our commitment to you mm. it it's not Nirja Bhanot that you know the, that the students who died yeah, yeah I believe it's supposed to be uh, quite an amazing film but I don't know I fell watch it because I can't watch Sonam Kapoor I, it, it's like I can't watch Akshay Kumar I didn't watch LF because yeah, I can't. Just because you're a fan of Deepika doesn't no, mean that you know. Wait, Deepika, I can even watch like uh, Chennai Express. <laughs> I can watch anyone but Sonakshi. To me, she's the biggest auntie ever. <laughs> How mean? I like okay. her. Because okay. she's really not very thin. It's not the thinness; it's her face. She's like an auntie. Uh, so anyone, anyone wants anything. Anyone wants to share before we wind up? Yeah. I'll just plug one thing again. When the public pays, the public is served. When corporations pay, corporations are served. Go on iPay to keep news free. Click, subscribe and support independent media. If you don't like us, support independent media of your choice. But it is important. And if you don't like us, tell us why you don't like us. We'd like to hear. Yeah. And let's and have a, an argument or a debate. But, but don't say bloody naksal. Go to hell. Teri, teri beep beep. Teri maki beep beep. Teri banki beep beep. No, and if you don't agree with what we're doing, you're biased. Where does bias come in if you don't agree? You don't just say, I don't agree. Leave it at that. But if you're given, it's really odd, this word bias is that you read something, you don't agree with the person, this person's biased. Why can't of you just say, you're biased. why don't you just say, I don't agree with Madhi, you? Madhu, we Arnab and Rahul Shiv Shankar to the debating ke final points. You're learning internet roles. Ko sikha rahe ho. <laughs> I love the use of the word bias. It's just gone, it, the, I think they, now we have to do something on these words. Tolerance and tolerance, anti-Indian, a bias. Patriotism, uh, nationalism. I loved his description. Anand. That's Rabindranath. Eh? He's a he's a plagiarist. Oh my God! That's Rabindranath Tagore's. Really? I I, I don't know. <laughs> if it is, then credit must be due to Gurudev. No, no. Why? Hadi doge. Gurudev ko. Ham do yeh rakhenge ji. Ham Delhi Delhi wale Bengali. What's the song this time? No, Anand had something to share before he went. Yeah. So I mean, in a very limited way, this blundering government has realized its buffoonery and uh, restored the exemptions on three drugs. Yes. So, uh, but again, we don't know who the hell made that list that 300 out of 300 drugs, they exempted, they removed the exemptions on 76. And now who's the person who's decided that out of these, we're going to restore the exemption. So this is the transparency is like, you know, uh, limited vision comes from a, a, a lens with cataract. This is what no, this is it, is. is it, is uh, it, that's a very pretty, uh, good 
phrase simile, simile but uh, do you see why did this happen? You think that they were this is lobbying. That's what I'm yeah, going to ask. Lobbying payments. A payment, I would know. A payment, obviously, I would know. But lobbying, definitely, because the pharmaceutical uh, lobby, uh, kind, what the government should have said, i.e., disclosed that how many of those drugs are actually bulk drugs and all that. The pharma lobby came up with their statements, and the government picked it up from them. So it was. You know, quite apparent that the, for make in India and for you know trying not to allow China uh, to sell us the bulk drugs or something, they have done this. But for heaven's sake, they should have taken into the health ministry into confidence. They should have taken some people who know a little bit about which drug would be important that should not be exempt. Uh, you know, should be uh, removed from the exemption. And now they have had to back. Let's explain to the readers, uh, to yeah. the listeners, exemption ka matlab on. Actually, that was We've the last podcast. We discussed yes. that in detail. Oh, okay. So you can just get the link to the last podcast. So we leave you now. Uh, thank you for joining us on Hafta. We'll be back next week again, hopefully with a guest this time. And we have a very important announcement to make. You'll see that on News Laundry on our website. Uh, we have some good news. And everyone good news. Let's leave on a happy... News Laundry is the same. We leave you with a nice happy song in this very angry week where everybody hates each other. Uh, we may disagree with each other, but we must not resort to violence and resort to reducing this entire conversation. Maybe we should end this, this podcast with a Shanti part. Okay, Onzai ji. <laughs> Om Shanti Antarikshagum no, It has Shanti been done one second You'll be accused of being a Hindu Shanti Rakshagum <laughs> Shanti Roshadaya Shanti Jadadaya Shanti I remember that No, something, something a little more pop culture-ish uh, Om Trayamvakam Yajamahe Suvandhan Pushti Vardhanam What pop culture are you talking about? Mrityu Mokshi Mamrita Om So thanks for joining us Goodbye everybody Bye-bye एक दूसरे से करते हैं प्यार हम एक दूसरे के लिए बेकरार हम एक दूसरे से करते हैं प्यार हम एक दूसरे के लिए बेकरार हम Catch all new episodes of NL Hafta on newslaundry.com and follow us on Twitter and Facebook.